afternoon, suave afternoon. This is Brother Suave, your mind-blowing, thought-provoking, and eye-opening on-air personality, life coach, psychotherapist, author, and career. Hope you guys have a suave today. Yeah, and with that, let's commence to pay. Okay. I'm so swabulous, you so swabulous. Together we can fix the trauma that's befalling us. Divine social interactions remains marvelous. Mind blowing, swabalicious talk, higher consciousness. But think, let not your hearts be troubled, Dr. Brother Swab. Divine light, give you double. Greetings, this is Dr. Brother Suave, your mind-blowing, thought-provoking, and eye-opening on-air personality, life coach, psychotherapist, author, creator, and your host of Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave. I'm so back, so happy to be back. Listen, I've been gone for, what, about three weeks? Um, now, I just had a, a transition from moving from the Midwest back to um, the A. Um, so it's been some challenges, and it wasn't. Uh, impossible, but I experienced some challenges set me back financially. But of course, with my I can attitude, because you know I can is much easier than I can. So I had to make it happen. Um, and again, you know, it's, it's about persevering and believing in yourself and, and having a, the ability to know that you can get through whatever um, you go through, because there is nothing is impossible you know and you have to start worrying stop worrying about the small things so uh i made a conscious decision to speak these things into reality and here we go so i'm happy to be back um with social therapy with dr brother suave um today we're going to be having a very special guest um just tell you a little bit about about um i guess um i was i guess i was taking one of my life coaching classes just getting some more certs and um met this person serious look but, you know, I always honor my discernment. And that's one of the things I always talk about. Pay attention to dis your discernment. Do not second guess your discernment. Your discernment is not your enemy. It's your friend. And so anyway, and I remember approaching the person like, um, excuse me, it's because you're looking serious. Don't mean you're going to intimidate me and, and, and think I'm not going to say hi to you and, and, and not say something to you. You can crack a joke. And I did. And I'm glad I did. Because this person's brilliant. This person's a wellness coach. Um, gave me some powerful information about improving my health. And you know, I was always um, been health conscious, but again, I wasn't a professional. I didn't know the things she knew. So, that being said, I'm going to just give a little um, reading about her. So, um, my special guest tonight on Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave is uh, Miss Tawan Wilson. She's the founder of the Road to Wellness program. The creator of eight essential lifestyle functions and the author of the book breaking my family's poor health change um, her science-based holistic practice focuses on helping people with chronic diseases such as rebuild repair and recover the bodies um, naturally so tawanda's deep understanding of health and wellness is grounded in her family's experience of high blood pressure diabetes and cancer after learning how her family's choice played a major role in their lives um, she decided to take a different path. Um, Tawanda adopted a vegan um, diet along with many other holistic practices and chose to raise her three children with the very same principles. And now she teaches clients all over the globe. So without further ado, let's welcome the wonderful and beautiful and talented Ms. Tawanda Wilson. Hey. hey, how are you? I'm doing swabless, absolutely swabless. I love it. I love it. Good to see you. It's been a while. Yes. Since I put eyes on you. I see you. I see you. <laughs> Listen, thank you so much. Listen, I'm excited and I know the people and the listeners are excited because, again, we love to get empowered on social therapy with Dr. Brother Swab. Um, you know, again, I'm always talking about from a social, spiritual and clinical. So today we're going to be dealing with some social issues, talking about health and wellness. And so before we start, I know I just read a little small brief um, description of you, but I would like you to just tell a listening audience a little bit about yourself before we get started. Tell them a little bit about me. Oh, let's see. There's mm -hmm. so much to know. All right. Let's see. So um, as you said, holistic health practitioner, wellness educator for a really long time. And um 
it's a it's a way of life, you know, and I think that's one of the the beautiful things that allows me to help clients because I'm able to really understand where they're coming from. Um, I have three amazing children that I raised in a lifestyle, and um, it was a tough road, but I'm glad I actually went down the road um, mm-hmm. to actually start breaking those poor health family chains that we had. Mm-hmm. Um, and who? What else? Um, I enjoy what I do. That's 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 just me. That's me. Yes. yes. And over the years of knowing you, I definitely don't just I just have to be real. It never okay. seems like you're working, but you're changing <laughs> the lives of everybody. So you obviously is not work for you. It's a lifestyle. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. I think that's the the beauty of it. When you, you know, they say when you find something that you enjoy and that you're passionate about, you never work a day in your life. And I truly, truly believe that. Um, It's when I think I had a a period where I was not, you know, seeing clients and it, when I got back, it just, it was a whole different energy for me. Like it really brings life, like to actually help someone go through something and, and get on the other side of it or for them to get more out of their body Mm than they even expected or knew could happen yeah. and for their body to naturally innately heal itself. Like it, it's every time there is a transformation or a transition is, is beautiful for me. Yes. And the thing is, um, it's wonderful because like, you know, a lot of times people are having these careers and they just feel drained. You always feel with energy. So I guess that's a testament of healthy lifestyle. Your skin is always tight. You're always in shape. And, and you always look at swap tablets, you know, <laughs> and you have this swap amazing attitude each and every time I speak with you. And so how you doing, brother um, James Dixon? And so I just really enjoy that. So it's, it's, it's a testament of living um, a, a very healthy lifestyle. This is not something that you do periodically. This is from day one when you decide to make that change. and You stay committed to it. Yeah, absolutely. And it's been now, what, 29, almost 30 years ago. So um, 29 years almost. Yeah. Yeah. Before it became popular. Right. Yeah. Now. Now it's the thing to do. But back then they were like, wait a minute. What? You're a vegetarian. What do you mean? Like that was a whole, a whole, a whole different thing. (laughs) Yes. Yes. And so. um, So let me ask you some just to start off, you know, just a little small talk. Yeah. Let's talk about because from what I know, you didn't start off this way, but then you you started your children off this way. Yeah. And so in the bio, you you notice that some of the um, the choices that your family members made, um, you decide to make a choice. And I know a lot of times people have their epiphanies after crisis. So was a crisis a part of your life to make you make the change? You know, initially, if you had asked me this probably about four weeks ago, I would have said no. Um, but I had a aha moment. Um, yes. The crisis wasn't with me. It was with my uh, a family member, my grandmother. So uh-huh. I actually saw my grandmother. Um, my grandmother had lung cancer and she was in the hospital. And they basically said, like, there's nothing else that we can do for you. And I was in the room and I was about nine or ten. And I remember like hearing that and being like, what? Wait a minute. You, what do you mean you can't do anything for her? Like, you got to help her. This is the hospital. That was probably my my traumatic issue. Um, I didn't realize, you know, that I was going to go down this road of, of health and wellness. Um, but that would be the thing that I would look back at and go, yeah, I just wanted to help people. And I didn't want anybody to go down the road that I went down of losing a family member, especially after I found out that high blood pressure, diabetes, some cancers, all of this stuff was considered a lifestyle disease, right? Meaning that the things that we were doing in our day-to-day basis were the issue, were the cause of some of the issues happening. So for me, that was probably my traumatic experience. Um, Mm. And that was the reason why I actually changed my lifestyle um, starting my senior year of high school. Okay. So not you know, directly an issue, but something that I saw and just did not want to have to go to get worse for me. Yeah. You know what? But I, I, I like that because a lot of times, you know, people always say experience is the best teacher. And you know me, I'm always contradicting everything. I'm like, listen, <laughs> I don't need to have the experience 
to teach me. I can learn through your experiences. You understand? I can Absolutely. learn through your hardships. I can learn through your pain. So, Because I, I don't want to experience that pain. I, I just can watch you and what you've been through. And that's a, 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 a great teaching experience for me. You know? Yeah. Yeah. And so Absolutely. I, I love that because so many people have their experiences as a result of their poor decision and hardships. And I'm like, listen, listen to the words of the wise and the experiences of those people. Can, it's a teaching experience. I don't want the experience. You know? Absolutely. You know what? I think if um, one of the things, if I could have all of my clients come to me because they want to uh, make sure that their health is good, like I would love it. I would have a clinic work, you know, of just people mm. like, oh, yeah, but that's not the case. Most of us. But, but you also have to remember and you being in the, you know, in the therapy world, you know that we move off of emotions, right? Yeah. And something traumatic or something, not, I shouldn't say traumatic, but something has to happen uh, outside of us in order for us to make a change or a shift, right? Yes. So that a lot of times it does end up being something that's, you know, really, really bad or, or affecting our, our life or lifestyle or whatever in a traumatic way. I wish though that people were just deciding that they wanted to be healthier and then saying, hey, I don't know where to start. I need to, you know, do something. What can you do? What can you help me with? Let's just look mm -hmm. at my blood work or whatever it is, right? Mm -hmm. So I wish that that was the case, but that's not generally how humans work. Yeah. Great. I just want to give a special shout out to my mentor, Brother Wally, he was just saying your health is your wealth. Great topic and information for people. Uh, food is your medicine. So you mentioned something about, um, oh man, you know, you're trying to write these little notes down and remember. <laughs> but um, anyway, I'm going to just respond to that. So when we say um, food is medicine, as he just said, certain foods are medicine. Yeah. Well, well, food is medicine. Is I think you would have to decide what you consider food, right? And yeah. that may be what you're trying to go to. So we have yeah. a lot of processed uh, products that we call food. That's not actually food. So that you tends to like do the opposite of what we're actually trying to do. But if it came from nature and it's food, like food, food can be medicine. Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So um, I'm all, I got a, just a few things I just wanted to think about so um so i'm gonna just jump into because what i realized food processed foods um junk food um all those are foods but um we have all these foods that are we consider like healthy fats good fats bad fats mm -hmm. so what what kind of food that can really um create diabetes because, you know, we used to always think sugar was always um, so good because it's just really tasty. And then we thought breads are so good because some people are addicted to breads. And then you hear about rices. And so I'm thinking like, OK, well, I was like, well, sugar is super addictive. But then I realized people are seeming like they're addicted to bread and they also have to have rice with everything. Yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. Okay. So now, now you're getting into my territory. Now I'm about to, I'm about to pull the, the hair down and get all into this. So listen, so first, let me say this. People have diabetes for different reasons. One of the things that we've been taught is that generally you get diabetes because you're eating too much sugar and, or, you know, or red pasta, rice, potato and all of that stuff. Mm -hmm. Right. But you can have diabetes because your stress levels are high. And it can push you into diabetes. You can have diabetes because your hormones are imbalanced, right? So there are many different reasons you can have diabetes, which is why when we look at health and wellness from a, a narrow scope of practice and think that there's a one size fit all, it doesn't work. And that's why there's so much misinformation and miseducation out there because we hear something that works or the doctor gives us something that works because it worked for one person, but it doesn't necessarily mean that it's going to work for somebody else. Right. So that's my that's my disclaimer. But now let's get into the foods. So bread, pasta, rice, yeah. potatoes, mm, you know, mm. all of those type of things do break down into sugar. So mm. it affects the body and it can affect the body in the same way. When we when we say processed foods, um, you also have to mention ultra processed foods. Right. Because there's a difference in the two. A processed food could be um, let's say let's say a whole food is apple. Processed food is applesauce. But a Pop-Tart can be, an apple Pop-Tart is ultra-processed, right? 
So if I'm eating a process, which is let's say just applesauce and it's just me cooking the apple, mashing it up and then eating it like that, it's processed because it's no longer in its natural state. So you have to understand the difference. And again, that's where a lot of the miseducation that food is still processed, but it's not as bad as that Pop-Tart, which actually has no nutritional value and it's not even an apple anymore, right? Yeah. So we have to be mindful of kind of what we're eating in, in that 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 realm. So, but bread, pasta, rice, potatoes will definitely affect the body. There are certain, there's some fruits and vegetables that for certain people will raise their glycemic index outside of the norm. But it's not just one food and one time of you eating that that's going to cause diabetes. It's the things that you're doing on a regular day-to-day basis and what you're doing more of than not. And then also possibly what else is going on in the body. Most people that are um, diabetic generally are um, deficient in vitamins and minerals, Mm -hmm. right? So you have to look at that as well, because some people will say, well, I stopped eating sugar and I stopped eating all that stuff a long time ago. But what was going on in your body? Did you correct the effects that were happening when you were eating the bread, pasta, rice, potatoes and sugar? Right. So okay. you have to look at that as well. Uh, good evening, um, cousins. My cousin Sabrina came on the show. So so again, it's almost like if a person was using drugs for years and then all of a sudden they live in a health system lifestyle not because they're not living a healthy lifestyle it's just the fact that all all the damage that they've done to the body prior to so the same thing so when we decided to you know eating bad for a lifestyle and i remember my dad always say cry now laugh later you sacrifice so you can you know have a healthy lifestyle because when you get older it's really you, you didn't did so much damage to your liver your kidneys your lungs and everything. So as you get older, although you're eating healthy, it's just not, it's just some things are irreversible. Well, not, I, w- I won't say irreversible, but it's just that we're not paying attention to it. So there was a study that was done um, and it was a military, um, some military young guys and the, it was, he ended up being a cadaver. He died and they were doing some research on his body. He was 19 And when they went to look at his arteries, he already had plaques starting in his arteries. Uh So he's 19. You would think that a 19 year old has, you know, impeccable health. Right. Uh But what that showed was that it starts a lot earlier than we think. We're thinking that we have to get into our 30s and 40s before we start having health issues. And that's when we start really taking a notice of our health. Uh But what has happened is you're in this what I like to call a health purgatory state. Right. You're in this state where. Your body is starting to not feel like it's it, it's supposed to or that you're used to, but you don't necessarily have a disease yet. And your doctor can't find anything when you go, but it doesn't mean that you're healthy. And then that goes along with, you know, kind of what I wrote in my book. Like, how do you know you're healthy? We base our health off of how we look and how we feel. You know, yeah. earlier you mentioned, oh, you look great. So people go, oh, you look good. You work out. You know, you have this, you know, amazing, you know, physique. You must be healthy. And that is not the case. No, it is. It is not the case. Um, case in point, I had a, a friend of mine and he's always looked good. I'm talking about skin is perfect. Always worked out. Uh, and I'm talking about worked out, stayed in shape and not to overdo it workout, just to work out. You're like, Dad, you should be a model and yeah. always took care of himself. And when I found out he had, um, I, I think it was a heart attack, but poor poor liver, his lungs, and everything was damaged in the inside. I'm talking about, I'm like, no, he looked like he was in perfect shape. Yeah. And unfortunately, he had a lot of major health issues. Right. You know, and even, 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 even for myself, you know, always stayed in shape. I don't know if you remember, remember I told you, I think it was during the pandemic, and I was telling you, I'm like, you know, I was feeling weird, and I was jotting down. Remember you say, pay attention. So yeah. I paid attention to me using a, having to use the restroom a lot. I was I was I was dehydrated. I kept drinking water. I was like, man, because now I always drink water, but I was drinking water more, and I was kept getting up in in the middle of the bathroom more than I ever have. And then I was like, what is going on with me? And then um, and I and I jotted all those things down that I was experiencing. I remember um going to the doctor. I was like, you know, this is just not normal. And I remember they were saying that I was having diabetes. I'm like, whoa, me? No. Nah. 
Not the person who's vegetarian for 28 years. Not the person <laughs> who don't drink, smoke, you know. You know, like, not me. Yeah. Not yeah. me. You remember, remember I was all emotional? Like, no, <laughs> man. That's, that's why I was sacrificed. That's why I ate, because I would never have helped yeah. this. And then I'm like, this is, this is incredible. And you're right. It's just things. And I remember my during that pandemic, you know, we're in the house. And I remember my whole eating changed. Yep. And so I was eating things that I, I wouldn't normally do, you know, and um, and that was crazy for yeah. me, you know, and, and, and I had to um, make some changes. That's why I was asking, getting your advice on things, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so, so oh, there's by a... Way, do you know uh, Arena Lions? Yeah. Okay, okay, yes, okay. Okay. Oh, is she saying know. hello to me? Yes, I think she had came in the studio, but I think it was oh, by accident. That's my sister. Guest. Okay, okay, okay. Hey, Irina. It's Renee. So, Renee, that's what I said. You didn't hear me? Yeah, I heard you. No, I no, heard you completely. No, no, but, no, well, so Melissa, I want, I want to say something to what you just said. There's a couple different things, right? So first, with your friend that you were talking about, what we have to understand is that there is a hierarchy to hell, right? So what that means is you can look good, you can feel good, you can do all that stuff. But let's say he's been eating healthy, right? But he has some digestive issues. Meaning that like, so let's say the digestive issues was he was constipated. So bowels and all that good stuff, microbiome not working like it's supposed to. Well, how do we get the nutrients from the very foods that we're eating? Um, they have to be absorbed into the, you know, like they have to go through the digestive system and then all of those nutrients get into the uh, bloodstream. Well, if your, your digestive system is off, then you're not going to get the nutrients that you need to get. And so that means that your cells are not going to get the, the nutrients that it needs to get. So then the body can't function like it's supposed to. So it can cause issues, right? Um, even with, and, and now going switching to when you were talking about um, eating some of the foods that you were eating during the pandemic, one of the things that a lot of people weren't doing, we were eating a little bit more, but we were doing a little bit less with our activity, but also we were stressing, right? We were stressing over, oh my God, you know, I can't, I can't go anywhere and what, this is going to happen and what if this, and I don't want to hurt my family member and all this. So that stress actually affects the body. It affects the body in a major way. And then, of course, now and they talked about us looking at more Netflix and doing all this other stuff, right? So now we're looking at TV. We're probably falling asleep with the TV on, which means that we're not getting the good sleep that we needed to. We had lights on. Like, I have a lot of lights on, you know, now. That's something that we don't want to do once we start getting, look, once it's nighttime, because melatonin needs to start being released, and it can't be released in a lot of light. So the things... We don't know a lot of nobody's taught us how to be healthy. Right. So we don't know what things to look out for and what we should be doing differently. Um, and sometimes it has to come from someone outside of you so that you can really know what's going on. And that was one of the reasons why I wrote Breaking My Family's Poor Health Chain is because I wanted people to know, like, help. You know, my health is in trouble. Where do I start? Let's start here. Okay. So so that they could have a place to to kind of get some of this information. Yeah. Because I, I generally always stay healthy. But again, these factors that I didn't even think about, the pandemic, staying in, I wasn't act, as active as I used to. I wasn't getting the proper rest. The TV on was 24-7. And again, Netflix, Hulu, and all those things, watching. Yeah. And it was like, and then you're like, you your anxiety is increasing because you're like, like I want to go out. But then you're like, nah. you know, you always like, Having the back in mind, I don't want to be exposed, and those are little stressors, yeah. you know. And normally, um, we say we're not stressed, but it's just different levels, and we find ourselves being stressed. So, yeah. thank you for that. Um, what I'm going to do is just um, going to so we can have some station identifications, and we'll be right back.
What's up, everyone? I'm Brandy the Disconnector, wife, show host, entrepreneur, investor, and ICS certified life coach, here to tell you that I'm on NPN TV, the network that is by us and for us. Lock in and let's get it. Therapy with Dr. Brother Swab and a very special guest, um, Ms. Tawanda Wilson. Um, I guess you probably went off by accident, but we'll be right back. But guess so excited about um, what we're learning today, talking about um, issues. I again, I didn't know some of these things are dealing with um, natural foods, processed foods, and ultra processed foods. And I guess you know we're learning, and I'm so excited about us learning about these things because again, I was a vegetarian for years, and I things I didn't know, I didn't know about how um, I was stressed during the pandemic, you know, not being able to go out and enjoy myself um, like I would normally do and constantly thinking about um, catching um, the um, the virus, the uh, coronavirus and, you know, constantly washing my hands and being conscious of, of those things. And I guess those would cause um, stressors. So um, I'm happy. I'm happy of learning this thing. So another thing, the funny thing is, um, wrote some notes here, you know, these processed foods. And when he was talking about stress levels and hormones, man, whoever thought that hormones would give us diabetes or those can contribute to us um, getting diabetes. And um, well, anyway, I'm, I'm super excited. I hope that we can get her get her back on. She'll be back on. Just probably experiences. Um, she probably hit, hit it by accident. But um, anyway, we're gonna get this thing going. Hopefully, um, um, we can probably probably go back into a commercial break until we be able to get her back on. Um,
like this are made possible by Neighborhood Planet Broadcasting Systems, Neighborhood Planet Network, iBlisters Digital Media Creative, and from contributions to NPN TV from viewers like you. Thank you. Tune in and stream live now. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, is now being broadcast on NPN Voice. NPN Voice can be found on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and now on Audible and Amazon Music and anywhere you listen to your favorite podcast. Social Therapy with Dr. Brother Suave, the podcast, now on NPN Voice. NPN Voice, got voice, you heard? apologize for that um what happens our very special guest um Stumana got kicked off it with some technical difficulties um unfortunately uh we're going to carry on the show um without her and we can definitely try to bring her back um in a couple of weeks or so um sorry about that and so we're going to continue to talk talk on our issues of health um wasn't necessarily prepared but i'm definitely ready um so what we're going to do is probably have on uh, some people to come on and replace her at the last minute. And, and also one of my mentors who always um, stands in the paint for me, um, very uh, knowledgeable health and wellness himself, uh, always so in the martial arts and always um, eating healthy his lifetime. I mean, I'm just wanted to just hear his points about how he eats once a day and has full of energy, but also I know he exercises on a daily basis. So um, hopefully um, to be able to, to come on. I just sent him a quick text. Excuse me. And see, just wonder if he'd be able to um, acknowledge it. So, um, so I'm just waiting. So anyway, um, again, our health is our wealth. And um, we all got to try to stay healthy. I try to stay healthy myself, get my exercise in, minimum 30 minutes a day. Always drink plenty of water, keep myself hydrated. And um, always responding now. And um, these are the things because, again, um, we have to be mindful of what we eat, what we put in our body, and how we take care of ourselves, but also the mental health component. We have to be able to try to marginalize the stress levels that we have on our, our daily bit, um, basis. And, and we always hear stress kills, but we don't do anything, a lot of things to minimize that stress in terms of toxic relationships, um, bad eating, drinking, smoking, and everything that you do in moderation. But also we have to be mindful of how we overdo it and overindulging. You know, because it's definitely not good to overindulge. And so um, he did respond. So we'll be having him on in a few. And I'm, I'm happy. So, um, Mr. Wayne Davis, how you doing? Um, what's her name of her book? I'll tell you right now. Her book is, um, hold on right now. Just give me one second. And I'll tell you the name of her book. All right. Um, the name of her book is called um, Breaking My Family's Poor health chain. So I'm going to type it in in the comment box. Okay. Here you go. All right, Wayne, if you check in the comments, I put it, the name of the book. Okay. Did you get that? If you did, let me know. So again, um, thank you. And so again, we have to always be in mindful of health. Some of the topics I, I really wanted to ask her about uh, dealing with um, does um, do she know any about any health, any um, foods that lead to depression? Because we always know these uh, having all these other issues. And then I also wanted to know: Are there any foods that's good for our mental health? I was really 
I'm excited about asking those questions. But again, um, we definitely going to have her back on because we want we want to um, we want to get this information because this information is vital for me, it's vital for you, it's vital for our community, our world, because we know a lot of us do not have the best of health. Even when we think we have the best of health, we don't always because we're not always educated in the things because for years I didn't know bread and rice um, were sugars. You know, I ate my moderate levels of bread and I ate my moderate levels of rice, but I did not know um, how it converted. So again, um, I'm, I'm happy um, to learn these things. Okay. Oh my God, you're back. Oh, yes. Listen, yes. I've been working over here trying to get that. Yes, <laughs> yes. And um, and before we go, I just got to tell my brother, um, brother Wally, um, um, to tell him thank you that you're back because this is my mentor. He always come in. Oh, oh, you have somebody on standby. No, I, I didn't. Smart, smart. I didn't. It's just the fact that he's always my my. You know, he always have my back. And I was just talking about um. I'm happy because I had some questions for you because, um, you know, all these health issues. And so I wanted to, um, cause one of the persons, um, his name was Dwayne. He came on, he wanted to know the name of your book. I, I gave it to him and, um, you know, the name of the book. And so, um, Oh, um, uh, Renee she said, yay. So I'm glad <laughs> you're back. So anyway, okay, let's let's get this thing going. Because you know when you okay, get into go. your swing, you know. Because, let's go. I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready. Yes. So, so I'm gonna ask you a question. Is there any foods that can lead to depression? Uh, sugar, like sugary foods, lead to depression. It also leads to um to uh having issues, more issues with Alzheimer's and dementia as well, because sugar depletes the body of of vitamins and minerals so sugary foods yes uh because i i was just wondering because you know these questions are not just for me but for the listening audience because we're getting educated oh absolutely yes and so you absolutely. know and so another thing's like you know when we were talking early it was probiotics i couldn't remember that when it comes talking about our digestive system and, and say so, that say that one more time I think you were saying something about our digestive system. So one of the things that yeah. I had in my mind was talking about probiotics. So from, I know I'm super regular, but I don't know if it's just because I'm sensitive to certain things or, or what, but I occasionally once a week drink me a probiotic drink out of, um, out of uh, Publix. Now, I don't know if that's the right thing to do because you know how they market things and say, oh, probiotic. And then you start saying it and you're doing this and really it's not in our best and you know, you know how things go in phases. Remember back in the day it was ginseng, and now it's mm -hmm. um whole not so it's um big now it's sea moss. Yes, yeah, sea moss. Sea moss and, and now it's um, probiotic. So it's like you know, things go around, get your ginseng, you know. So is these probiotic things I'm drinking doing me any, any service or just putting more sugar in my system or what? Um, so say the last you said, do you need to put any more? Uh, am I drinking these probiotic drinks? Oh, gotcha, gotcha. And is gotcha. it really benefit me, or I just got caught up in the market? <laughs> no, they may very well benefit you. It depends upon the. And so the, again, that's one of those questions where if I answer it, um, depending upon the drink, right? It depends upon what drink you're getting, what's in it, how much is in it, what probiotic probiotics it have in it, and then what your body needs. Also, what your microbiome. Um, looks like, right? You may, let's say if the, the drink has sugar in it, or if it's a fermented drink, it may not benefit you, but it could benefit somebody else, right? So it just depends upon what's going on, which is why I always say find somebody and, and have them help you with your specific um, issues that you have going on. There are gut tests that you can do to find out what microbiome you actually, what your microbiome look like, what your gut bugs look like. And mm -hmm. so there, you may have more good bugs than bad bugs, and you may need to to have more harmony in between those. So you may need to up certain uh, microbiome and also lessen others. So you know when people get cravings um, for let's say sugar cravings, yeah. generally your gut bugs are making you have those cravings, which means you have probably have more sugar 
bugs. I'm just saying it in that sense, sugar bugs, and you do others. So they're actually making you crave that food. So we want to make sure that we are looking at our body in its totality and then looking to see like what we need to do. Let's not just guess. Let's actually test and see what's going on so that we have good information and then we can go from there. Um, because that's kind of what a lot of people do, maybe even your friend, right? We're not looking at our blood in the way that we need to. We're not looking at our digestive system, which is our second brain in the way that we need to. We're just assuming that we're doing all the right things and we're not getting any any um, information until it's too late. So let's be proactive instead of reactive with the, the choices that we're making. So they very well, it could be a good drink for you, depending upon what type of drink it is and what's actually in it. Yes, because uh, some of our comments was mentioning black sea oil or bitters. Say black one more sea time. Oil or bitters. Black uh, bitters, yeah. Oh, for the digestive system, bitters are good. Black mm -hmm. sea oil is good. Um, yeah, so those are those are all good. But again, let's see what's actually going on with your body. Let's see how many times you're having bowel movements. Let's see what color your bowel movements are. Let's see um, if you're how how soon you're having bowel movements after you eat. If it's about 10, 15 minutes, then you may not be um, digesting your food or getting the nutrients from your food, you know, like you should, which can cause issues with your digestive digestive system. So there's so many different things, um, you know, around it that you really want to kind of look at. So, but yeah, those bitters are, are beneficial for our liver um, with helping our body um, just do a lot of different things. So bitters are really good. Yeah. Um, also, Wallace was saying um, um, ginger, ginger, turmeric and um, something else. Now, listen, I know what you taught me and I, I want you to share this um, with the listening audience, because like a lot of times um, we we go get physicals, but we don't get detailed physicals. And I know you, you don't want to do the test and the blood work so we can actually let you know really what's going on. So yeah. explain to the people the benefits of your testing and the service that you offer. Gotcha. Oh, good question. Well, thank you so much. Thank you. So the benefits, um, one, I am what you call, um, I do, I do a little, I do some things different. So I'm working with clients to look at their whole health. So what we look at is your baseline, your finish line, and then we create a process for you to go through so that you can get to where it is you're trying to get to. So when we look at blood work, we're looking at it from a different standpoint than your regular doctor. I can take the blood work that your doctor's already um, already um, taken, but I'm looking at it from a different standpoint. I'm looking at what's possibly trending down the lines if you don't shift and adjust certain things. I'm not looking for disease. He studies pathology and he's looking for disease within the body. I'm not looking for disease. I'm looking for what's going on and what, you know, if those numbers of yours are starting to shift outside of um, a holistic realm, not just looking at normal, your, um, when your doctors give you blood work, they say, oh, you're in the normal range. You know, we're not trying to be normal, right? No. So we want to be better than normal because the average person in America is is sick. So you're comparing us to sick people and that's not what we want to do. Yes. So we want to make sure that we have optimal health. So what I'm doing is I'm taking a person from where they are and I'm helping them get more out of their body and more out of their health by understanding who they are, understanding the values and why they do what they do and how to shift and adjust. Because most times we think that we're fighting um, weight or we're fighting, you know, uh, um, our high blood pressure, our diabetes, and what we're actually fighting are our habits. We're fighting the habits that we're used to and the beliefs that we have around our health and the belief that we have around our food and all of this yeah. stuff. And it's a mindset that has to shift. And that is the main reason on why I actually wrote the book, because in the first chapter, you have to master your mindset. You really have to understand why you're doing what you're doing. And you really got to you really have to dig in because I can change my food, right? But if I don't change my mindset around the food, I'm going to eventually go back to doing the same thing that I was doing, right? Mm -hmm. It's And I'll give you a good example. So someone who's went through, let's say, breast cancer, um, they've been through breast cancer and they're doing good. They're, they're on the other side of it. Let's say three, four years on the other side of it. Generally, what happens is they start to shift back into their old habits 
because that is what they're used to, right? And then yeah. they wonder why sometimes they end up with, um, you know, going back down that road. So there are a couple different things that you have to do after you've had, let's say, breast cancer, right? You have to rebuild, repair, and recover yourself. So I, I created something called the um, six R's, right? Okay. So, or not, I shouldn't say created, but I, I work around something called the six R's. And it's rebuild, repair, recover, retain. You're going to reinforce and also re-educate. And, and something that I realized with those six is that you're always in one of those states in your health throughout your whole lifetime. Uh, you're I'm always sorry. in there. Could you repeat those R six R's, please? Yes, definitely. Rebuild, Rebuild repair, repair, recover, recover, re-educate, re-educate. Reinforce, reinforce, and retain, retain, rebuild, repair, recover, re-educate, reinforce, and retain. Mm, mm, mm. So go yeah. ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, that, that's good. But but those were when I realized that I'm like, wow, like we're always rebuilding. Like you have, let's say, a sprained ankle, you know, a a, a frozen shoulder. Um, you're coming, you're getting over, um, let's say you had, let's say you had the flu. Now you have to re recover from the flu. You have to read, you know, you just have to go mm -hmm. through all of these three. Um, and then at some point you want to retain your health. There's a point where you may be good, right? Your health is good and you're just retaining where you are at that moment. You know, and a lot of times we need to be re-educated about certain things. We have to be re-educated around how we think about our foods and how we're looking at our bodies and, and all of this stuff. So that was why it was like really important when I came across this. And I'm just like, wow, like this is something that we're not taught. And we have to really, really um, understand what we're doing and what's going on. We have to. Okay. Look at Renee. She giving her 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 input. Look at her. Did you read? Oh, it? okay. What did she say? Look at her. Renee thinks she's bad. That's it. what it is. You see? When she wrote? No. Oh, I can't. My it's so small on my phone. I can't see it. Oh, and she said the importance of enzymes. The six R's: rebuild, repair, recover, dedicate, <laughs> reinforce. I love it. And retain. Look at her. Yeah. Well, now back. you know what. Since she's up there and I already told you guys she's my sister. I'll just give you a quick story of her. Um, yes. So I'll give you a quick story. So my sister was the 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 sister when I first started this thing that was like, listen, I was like, you got to change. You got to do this. You got to do this. And she was like, listen, that is you. You do you. Let me do me. I am not doing that. That was her thing. Right. And I'm like, uh -huh. OK. So I had to back off and let her do her thing. And um, eventually she came back and she was like, listen, I need you to help me you know, get my health together, come and show me what I need to take out of my house. You know, we're going to go grocery shopping and put everything in here that I need. And, and I'm like, I'm super excited because now my sister's on board with yes. what I'm doing. Right. And I'm like, Oh, this is so cool. So, uh, you know, needless to say, she continued with this process. She, she works out like regularly and she was doing this while she was going through, um, or she at some point started going through menopause. But when I tell you she changed her physique, during menopause and looks amazing and it was just like it, it's been beautiful so she's now vegan she's been vegan for several several years now and um like i i am so grateful but i'll tell you this um and mm -hmm. this will answer questions that i get a lot of times from from people um mm -hmm. they ask how can i get my family to be on board yeah and my answer to that is is you have to continue to do what you're supposed to do for your health journey. Well, what, what we try to do is drag people along with us and they're not ready. But if you just keep doing what you're doing, they will see your results and then they will eventually come along and start doing it. But um, we generally want them to come, but she had to come on her own. And because she came on her own, it's something that she has stuck with for years and just like really, you know, just killed it. She's killing it. She's so, killing. you know, that's, like I said, like I, I really am grateful that she shifted, but um, I'm, I'm uh, yeah, that was that was big. That was really really big, and it's and then you got your family, everybody got the family in on it. Your son, <laughs> I I actually thought now I'm gonna tell you I actually thought it was just genetics. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought it was genetics, and now <laughs> we now I'm finding out some family secrets up in here. 
everyone's eating healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. Yeah, yeah. No, it's well, I'm, I'm not going to say that some of it's not genetic, right? I'm not going to say because our genes play a huge, huge part in, in what we're doing, right? But like I tell my clients, your genes play a huge part. But what what we're doing is is making sure that we get the, the good end of the stick. Everybody has cancer cells, right? It's whether you're turning them on or turning them off, right? So you have to know what you're doing. And that's why when my clients are working with me, um, they get really good results because you have now you now have somebody looking outside of you that can see things that you can't see because you're too close to it, right? You're too close to you and you think that you're doing all the right things. And and then you have somebody come out and then kind of take this. I, I do take a magnifying glass and kind of look into people's lives yeah. <laughs> and what they're doing. But that's how we're going to get results. You know, that's mm -hmm. that's how they get the results that they need is because they now can step back and see some things or, or get um, notified of some things that they may not be doing. You know, everybody thinks they eat good. Right. Everybody's like, oh, I yeah. good except for this or this or this. But when you look it. at it and then when you have to start tracking it, right? When yes. you're tracking yes. it and you're like, oh, I'm not doing as good as I thought I was doing. <laughs> hey, you know, I remember um uh when I had clinics, I, I remember I used to be in my office all day and all night. And I remember I send um the secretary, I said, just get me juices, and I will always have. Remember all these juices that you think natural and they really not got all those sugars in it? I did not realize I'm sitting there like keep myself hydrated, get Gatorade. Cause when I played <laughs> sports, Gatorade was all I always had a Gatorade. Didn't realize I had all that sugar in it. Always would get me an orange juice. Didn't even realize I had all that sugar in it. And I said, you know what? Just to have me something to eat, I have me a small stinky bar because it gives me energy. So I got that was so counterproductive. Remember, I'm eating healthy and, and I'm staying in shape. But I'm not eating healthy because I'm ignorant to the absolutely. fact that that's not healthy. Absolutely. Absolutely. I will say this. I will say I think that business owners, um, because of the stress and what we put ourselves through, um, and we will work like all night long sometimes, you know, I yes. created this, this program called Your Health is Your Business because um, business owners are just kind of like, I'm too busy and I do, and, but, and they're thinking that they're doing all these things. They're traveling, you know, you're on a plane. Remember being closer to the sun means you're getting more radiation, which means you might need to do a little bit more. But those are things that you learn when you're working with me, right? It's like, mm -hmm. there's certain things that you just don't understand or know because nobody's telling you, right? You're mm -hmm. close to the sun. How much traveling are you doing? You might need to look at getting something to protect yourself because, you're, you know, on your phone a lot. You're doing a lot of traveling. So there are magnets and different things that you can help with some of the radiation. Um, but, you know, but the the uh, business people are just like, they're they're doing the worst, right? But And they're making money. They're investing, but they're not investing in themselves with their health, right? They're investing, but just not with their health. And I'm like, listen, you need me. You need you need to do some things yes. differently. You got yes. you got to understand, like because you can make this money and then not be able to um, to live in all of the glory that you're trying to develop for yourself yeah. in this very moment, right? And, so. and it's funny because you know me. I always stayed in shape, and I'm like, what about the people who are way worse? And I had those health issues, and I'm like, I stay in shape. You know, I don't drink, smoke, or any of that, <laughs> and I exercise. And I'm like, man. If I'm having jacked up health issues and I, I'm relatively healthy, can imagine all these other people. But I wanted to ask some questions before we run out of time. And these are the questions dealing with uh, female health, because um, one of the things I, I've learned, and, and, and again, I'm not a wellness coach or anything, but I did learn a little bit about fibros. And I see fibros have been a major issue when it comes to uh, females, females of color. And and a lot of times, you know, I would tell them about fibroids, check them out and how the, the pilots tend to even get them removed. But I always recommend fibroid um, therapy as opposed to getting them removed because they can grow back. And so one of the things I noticed is about poor eating health, poor eating patterns. So let's talk about that. So with fibroid, fibroids, where I'll start is generally, well, one thing, we think that having a cycle um, for five or seven days is normal, no. right? That's, that's hemorrhaging. 
Right. That's what it is. It's hemorrhaging. So so before we even get into food, we got to start there. Right. We got to start with you got to understand that just because something is normal for you does not necessarily mean it's natural. So our cycle should be two to four days with light to moderate bleeding, no cramping, no headache, no PMS, all that good stuff. But we don't know that and we don't know what to do differently. And generally it's because our hormones are off. Or some, mm-hmm. there's an imbalance in the hormones, which is why we actually end up having fibroids down the line. But we're thinking that it's just something that started to happen as we got older. But we got to go back to when that yeah, cycle was back. off, right? So that cycle was off for a reason. And then then we have to look at, okay, what was causing the cycle to be off? You know, where you're an athlete, you know, so were you, um, your hormones off because you were an athlete were your hormones or were your hormones off because you were taking birth control? Like there were so many different things that could have caused the hormones to be off or just stress, right? Because kids get stressed too. So we have to look at all of that and start to shift that. So once we do that, we can look at the, the food. Now food becomes a major issue when people are having the cramps and the headaches and all that stuff. We're eating mm-hmm. potato chips that have MSG in it. You know, we're eating a lot of sugary foods. Mm. Um, We're not getting a lot of fruits and vegetables. So remember, we're supposed to eat seven to 14 servings of fruit and vegetable a day. And Mm. most of us rarely ever get in um, five a day. Right. And I'm saying five because five is the standard American diet, which we call the sad diet. Right. Five Mm. is their minimum. And we're supposed to be getting seven to 14. If you're a pregnant woman, you want to get closer to 20. You know, if you've been through cancer, you want to get a little bit more because you're trying to rebuild on a cellular level. So with all of this, we have to go back to looking at our foods. And and if the foods are affecting us um, when we're younger and affecting our cycle and how our cycle is going, we're going to have all the cramps and everything. And then eventually they're going to tell you that you need a hysterectomy or that your thyroids are off because we forget that the thyroids are connected to our hormones. So there's a a direct connection to those. So there's so many things that we have to to look at um, in addition to the foods when it comes to fibroids. Yeah. You know, it's, and I remember, and you know, when we met, I used to always get fussed out. Uh, We make you think you know more about a woman than she. I'm a woman. I'm like, you don't know about your fibroids and all that stuff. You know, you know, I I always get it. I'm like, (laughs) you get it. You know, I'm telling you, listen, don't let them cut you. You can do this. You know, you got to watch what you eat. You got to understand those hormone levels and all that. We're making, then they go check. Oh, I'm I'm sorry. Because again, we we forget that you have people who have levels of expertise. In addition to people have different interests and and what they do and what they're proficient in. And it's (laughs) almost like a person um who did if he was let's say he was white and doing african-american studies yeah he or she knows it you right. know or and you remember uh historically the uh, gynecologists were men yeah and so things changed and so things you know changed. there's information out there and right. maybe you know a life coach very early before it got yeah. maybe it was the way you said it suave maybe you said it you're not going <laughs> to you know, people are, you they at don't the wrong hear. time of, you know, just the wrong time. <laughs> oh, okay. It's on me, huh? <laughs> yeah, we're going to say so, that. <laughs> and one of the things I wanted to um, ask you um, before we go off, these apple, apple cider, is that something that we should do on a regular basis? So again, you keep trying to get me with this whole, should we all do this on a regular basis? It depends I'm just on- asking questions because no, it's I, about I'm gonna, me. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to always preface it with that because I think that's, again, where we get our misinformation and misinformation yes. because we think that we can do everything that somebody else says because somebody said it was good. So yeah. that's why, again, understanding where you are and what you're, where you're trying to go and then what you're doing and what your past history looks like when it comes yes. to whatever particular thing we're talking about is really, mm. really important. But apple cider vinegar is good um, for a lot of different things. So for many things, um, whenever I get a cold, my children already know, like, you know, or, or if, if they get a cold, you know, they already know we're getting some cilantro, we're getting some mm. bee pollen, even though I'm vegan and we're going to have some, some water and some, and we're going to add some apple cider vinegar to that because it's really, really good for, mm-hmm 
um, helping the body, you know, to recover. So uh-huh. absolutely, I use apple cider vinegar for a lot of different things. Um, yeah. If I get a sunburn, I'm using it on my face. So I use it for a lot of things. Yeah, you know, yeah. to help with that sunburn, sunburn and all that good stuff. So it helps with a lot of different things. Okay. So before we close out, um, one of our um, um, audience, they wanted to know um, where can they get the book? So oh gotcha. So the book is actually available on Amazon. Um, so you can go to Amazon, you can go to Barnes and Noble, and also at Walmart, I believe. Um, and of course on our website as well. So yes. on Real Wellness, Real C-O-R-P, Wellness, Real Wellness, C O R P dot com. C O R P. So realwellnesscorp.com, you can get the book from there as well. Um, The book is $15 wherever you get it. And hopefully the audio will be coming out really soon. It's taking me a little longer than I I would like. Oh, yeah. Um, And when you do that, I I, I do remember a conversation. Uh, Do you remember? My voiceover for my books, I think that was your person who's supposed to be doing some stuff. So I can have my book's audio. I I think I remember that. Huh? Who was supposed to do it? Um, no, you supposed to connected me to someone. Oh, I can connect you to her. But yeah, the reason why mine is not done is because I'm doing the voice. So I'm gonna do the the whole thing. Um, my publisher was like, "Yeah, you need to do it yourself. You can't get anybody else to read it." And I was trying to get somebody to read it. So yeah, yeah it's so gonna be me. You hear in your ear. It's gonna be me. You hear in your ear. So okay. <laughs> listen, it's been a swab amazing experience. You are a suavesome, man. I'm telling you. Thank you very much. And, Thank um, you very much. And feel free um, to come back because, you know, we had a little glitch. And so since we had that three-minute glitch, I, I think I think you owe me another 60 minutes. I, 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 you know. I got you. I got you. <laughs> Listen, I, I, we, we haven't even talked about the, the eight essential lifestyle functions, right? So there's so yes. many conversations that we well, We have. got to come back. NLP, you know, that's where we met. So we yes. got to talk about that neurolinguistic program. Yes. So there's so yes. many different things that we could talk about. Absolutely. Okay. I so, love it. So um, again, um, thank you guys. Thank you um, for coming in. Brother Wally, my cousins, Brina, everyone, our wonderful, very special guest, um, Mr. Wanda Wilson. And so thank you guys. Um, and just remember, uh, join us each and every week. Um, 8.30 Wednesdays, um, 8.30 Eastern Standard Time. And if you think you learned something tonight from our show, just remember Cash App at um, Cash App um, Suave R. Walker. That's Cash App Suave R. Walker. So just remember, um, great minds reach great places. I love you. I mean it. Bye-bye.
Neighborhood Planet Network, iBlister Digital Media Creative, and from contributions to NPN TV from viewers like you. Thank you.